Welcome to City on a Hill's podcast. This week's podcast can be downloaded on iTunes or our media library at chccny.com. You may be seated for a moment. I just have something on my heart. I just feel like uh, I want to share before we move on in the meeting. You know, the Bible isn't first a, a book about doctrine. It's not a book about theology. It's a book for the hungry hearts that want to know God. And it's also, well, it certainly does give us doctrine, and, it, and that's all true. But it also is a book that the Holy Spirit uses prophetically to put his finger on certain things he wants to say to us as his people. And I just have a feeling, my own opinion is this morning, I want to read a short psalm with you. And uh, I don't know how you feel, but I kind of feel it's a prophetic word for the church where the church on whole is standing today. And maybe, this, maybe you'll relate to this. Uh, um, I do. Psalm 73. This is the Message Bible. No doubt about it, God is good. Good to good people, good to the good-hearted. But I nearly missed it. I missed seeing his goodness. I was looking the other way, looking up to people at the top envying the wicked who have it made, who have nothing to worry about, not a care in the whole wide world. Pretentious with arrogance, they wear the latest fashions in violence, pampered and overfed, decked out in silk bows of silliness. They jeer, using words to kill. They bully their way with words. They're full of hot air, loud mouths, disturbing the peace. People actually listen to them. Can you believe it? Like, Thirsty puppies, they lap up their words. What's going on here? Is God out to lunch? Nobody's tending the store? The wicked get by with everything. They have it made, piling up riches. I've been stupid to play by the rules. What has it gotten me? A long run of bad luck, that's what. A slap in the face every time I walk out the door. If I'd have given in and talked like this, I would have betrayed your dear children. Still, when I tried to figure it out, all I got was a splitting headache until say it with me until until I entered the sanctuary of God then I saw the whole picture the slippery road you put your you've put them on with a final crash and a ditch of delusions in the blink of an eye disaster a blind curve in the dark and nightmare we wake up and rub our eyes nothing there's nothing to them there never was when I was beleaguered and bitter, totally consumed by envy, I was totally ignorant, like a dumb ox in your, in your very presence. I'm still in your presence. But you've taken my hand. You wisely and tenderly lead me. And then you bless me. You're all I want in heaven. You're all I want on earth. When my skin sags and my bones get brittle, we don't ask for any amens right there. We'll leave that just where it is. God is a rock firm, he is rock firm and faithful. Look, those who left you are falling apart, deserters, they'll never be heard from again. But I'm in the very presence of God. Oh, how refreshing it is. I've made Lord God my home. God, I'm telling the world what you do. And I'd like to just pray for us this morning. Is anybody in here relate to that and feel like that may have something? Yeah, I have a feeling. I have, because we all hear God and we all hear the enemy and the dark voices around us. And you know what? I love, I love Matthew 25. 
Um, it's a story, you know, where the virgins, some, they all go to sleep. Some of them packed enough oil to be ready when the bridegroom came. It's the same chapter where ta people bury their talents. Because in both cases, and even in when the sheep and goats are compared in that same chapter, every situation is a situation where it seemed like the Lord and Master was away. He didn't get it. It's like crying out and saying, but I'm praying, and where are you? And, and every situation in Matthew 25, read it, is a situation where the person felt like God wasn't there. But it's clear God was, and he saw everything that was going on, and he was working in the darkness despite the fact that it seemed like he was absent. You know, there are plenty of times in the Christian life where God seems like he's absent. Actually, it's kind of a test he gives us at times to see how we'll trust him even when it's dark but the psalmist said wow i almost lost my way because all the people around me that weren't playing by the rules and all the evil around me they look like they're getting ahead and me i'm standing here trying to serve god and i'm trying to do the right thing and i look like i'm getting hit left and right i know none of you have ever felt like that but as a pastor i have as a person i have and that's why the Word of God is so comforting and so reassuring. So, Barbara, you can keep playing that. And I just want to pray for you and I this morning, for us as a company this morning. Father, we just bless you. There's nothing like your Word in this whole entire world. Surely it's life to us, Lord. It really is bread, Father. Father, thank you for all the holy men and women of, that have loved you through the centuries that have left their pen and left their words to tell us, I know what it feels like. Thank you, Father, that Joseph's story is right there. He did all the right things. He obeyed you. He loved you. And yet his path kept going down instead of up. Father, thank you for David's story, how he honored you and loved you and yet found himself hiding in caves for many, many years because you were getting them ready for something a lot greater and higher than they even understood. You were doing something, you're the potter, and you were putting them in that oven and turning up that heat so that all the things, the impurities, would come to the surface and they could be set free from things they didn't even know they needed to be set free from. Father, I just want to stand with the leaders in this church this morning. I want to pray for every brother and sister in this room right now who has heard that voice this week, that they've cleansed their heart for nothing, that God doesn't see, and that everybody around them is prospering and doing well except them. Every voice, Father, every thought that tempts us to self-pity and envy and to doubt you and to wonder if you're good. Father, I just pray this morning. I just pray a word out of your mouth this morning to each and every heart as our brother Pastor Tom speaks and as we share your table this morning. Draw near. Draw near. Remind us of all the things we know. Remind us, Lord, that every problem we have today has a due date on it. Every problem today has a due date on it. Thank you, Lord, that you are working and you're working for good and you see it all. And you love us. And you are working. Thank you, Lord. Good Friday.
just means that the victory is just around the corner. And I just released the, I just released victory in the camp this morning. I release a hallelujah in the camp this morning. I lose a, I lose a tone of praise this morning in the camp this morning. I lose, I tear down every lie against you in the camp this morning, Lord. I tear down every lie against your working in our lives right now in the name of Jesus in the camp this morning. I lose joy and peace and healing and, and the kingdom of God among your people this morning. Lord, let our feet be washed. Let your light come in the sanctuary as we gather together in your presence this morning. And Lord, show off before the enemy. Show off. Let your victory, so let the note of victory be sounded in your camp this morning. Let you, Lord, may you see your maidservants and your, your servants looking up and trusting you, saying, Lord, I trust you this morning. No matter what it looks like, you can't fool me. The sun is still behind the clouds. You're there. You're there. And you're just consorting. You're, you're plotting ways to bless me. You're thinking about me this morning. You're thinking about the good things you're planning. podcast. For more resources, visit us at chccny.com.